Hi, this is Sean Blackshear, life insurance broker for First Family Life Allegiance. Did you know that life insurance not only will cover you if you pass away, but it's also used to build a legacy for your family. It can also help you generate income. It can protect your mortgage and it can cover you with any kind of medical affliction. Please contact me at 314-374-3412. Or please drop me a message on on Facebook and like the page at First Family Life Allegiance or go to my website, firstfamilylifeallegiance.com and schedule an appointment and I'll call you at a time that works for you. Welcome to the Rendezvous Podcast. I am your host, Ariana Shears, and I have two guests with me, you guys. And we're actually going to get into who they are right after I tell you why this episode is so important. This episode, Single, Saved, Satisfied, is titled that way for that very reason. And I cannot wait to have this conversation with my two guests. I have none other than Nitea with me and Mr. Motivational Dre himself. Let's give him a golf clap air applause. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And so I will have Miss Tia go ahead and introduce herself first. And then we'll have Dre introduce himself. Hello, everyone. I'm Nitea, or as my students love to call me, Miss Langston. I am a world culture teacher, elementary school teacher. Um, yeah, originally from here, St. Louis, Missouri, but traveled a lot. So, yeah, that's a, a little bit about me. I'm not as cool as your next guest, but hey, <laughs> short, sweet, and simple. Oh, we're going to get into all of your endeavors and such later. Mr. Dre, go ahead. Tell yes, them who you are. Yes, yes, I appreciate you having me here. Um, my name is Andre Walker. I go by Motivational Dre, and I am an impact strategist. I help um, entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders design businesses and brands that succeed on the edge of change. Um, so I'm super excited to be here and get with this conversation. Yay! I'm so excited to have both of you here. Um, I thought it was very important to have you both on this particular episode for a couple of reasons. Um, because number one, you're single to my knowledge. And if you're not, that's fine. We're going to get into that a little bit later. Um, number two, 
um, you love God, and that's also that very true. important. Um, yes, I wish you could see Tia's face. Okay, she's got the period snaps, <laughs> and then uh, you're satisfied to an extent in your singleness, and so that is what I want to get into. Um, if you all are comfortable, let's get into what your relationship status is. Either of you can go first. Ladies first. Ladies first. <laughs> Do you? Okay. I am happily single. Nice. Mingling a little bit, but you know, God has really placed in my heart that maybe right now, just give it a little, you know, time. I'm enjoying my singleness. Like I've gotten to the point of my life where I'm like, I'm good. I'm Gucci. So I am very much single right now. Yay. I love to hear that. And Dre. Yeah, so right now I'm currently single. Um, I do have my eyes on a young queen. Um, and <laughs> yeah, so I'm um, just taking the steps to really pursue her properly. So that's kind of where I am right now. I love it. Oh, my gosh. I did. I know that. Obviously, I wouldn't know all of your business. But that is so exciting. That just took your perspective to another level. So I'm probably going to shift some of these questions. <laughs> but that's OK. So I have we're going to jump in real good and real deep real fast. OK, so my first question to you all is actually a question to the audience. And then I want to hear your thoughts while waiting. I think it's important for people to ask themselves two questions. Am I doing the necessary work and number two will I be prepared when it meaning the relationship of whatever kind comes do you all think that people are doing the work in general like just people from what we us. see on social media from your friend groups do you think people really understand what it means to do the work both of you are shaking your heads mm -hmm. no like mm -mm. no I'll, <laughs> I'll take this one really fast I, I think not at all you know especially from I'm speaking from a male black male's perspective just right now um, me and my business partner and we haven't really launched this yet but we actually are starting I don't know if I, I will I'll just put it out there we're actually starting um, a platform a community for African American men where they can properly learn how to pursue women oh my god. Um, and, and granted, I don't have all the answers. I will say mm -hmm. that. But I do think that there is no there isn't a lot of spaces. Let me say that. Mm -hmm. You know, I see a lot out here for our young queens, young ladies, but I don't see a lot for men. And so, um, you know, and a lot of that comes from, you know, with an organization man up that that we have um, a lot of that comes from just not growing up with father figures in the household um, or just because of social media, not feeling like they have a status to be able to just go out there and be themselves and really, you know, really become a whole person before they start pursuing, um, you know, um, another woman. And what we, what we like to say is, um, we call it pursued. And we say, because the pursuit starts with you, you know, you have to become a whole person before you can go pursue somebody else. So that's so good. Honestly, if, if we didn't have more to talk about, we can just kind of stop right there. <laughs> I think that's a great um, nutshell answer because that is so true. There is a lot out there for women. There's so much. Like, there are groups that I have to decline the invitation to because I'm like, there's only so many empowerment groups. There's only so many singles groups. Like, I really get it, and I applaud the effort because you have to reach everybody, but I don't I don't have to be in that Venn diagram. I don't think I need to. Miss Tia, Miss Nitea, tell me if you think people are doing the work and your perspective around that question in my perspective a lot of people like to claim they're doing the work but they're not um i know for myself speaking on myself that's why i took a hiatus because i thought i was doing work when all actuality i wasn't mm. and i thought i was ready but i wasn't at all and i've spoken to friends i've watched 
you know, family members and others out there that's like, oh, well, I'm this, this, this. Like, no, sweetheart. You claimed you're doing the work, but there's nothing there. You're you're still going to, when that opportunity arises, you're still going to fail mm. because you didn't do the work during your, as we say in teacher land, your planning period. This yeah. is your planning stage. Mm. You're supposed to be planning right now in your singleness for the upcoming class or the upcoming test. And a lot of them, we're still in the planning stage, not doing anything. We're relaxing and yeah. thinking that, oh, well, this is just self-care. <laughs> do something for <laughs> Please do. So I would have to say, I don't see many people actually doing the work. I think you're right. Both of you. I agree wholeheartedly. And it's funny because um, there was uh, telling on myself, which I don't mind. I don't mind to. Somebody has to tell on themselves. And it was about a year ago. Valentine's Day would be a year ago where there was a gentleman who was like, yo, I, you know, think that you're dope and I think you're awesome. But in my mind, because I wasn't doing the work, I took that as, oh, my God, you want to pursue me. So I'm like allowing these different gestures and things to happen. And then I realized, oh, my gosh like eight months in mm, I'm wasting my time I'm wasting my time you haven't said nothing about no type of commitment all you did was flatter me for eight months and here I am twiddling my fingers like what what it what was I doing why did I do any of this so I think I agree with both of you all but I also want to ask do you agree with or believe in hashtag relationship goals I I think it depends what the relationship goals are, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And I think like the young lady that I'm, I would say pursuing, because like I said, we're we're not even necessarily together, you know. Mm -hmm. We're just, you know, really taking it slow. Um, But we have defined what those goals, what what we want our relationship goals to be, you know, not comparing it to anybody else. Like from from where we come from, our backgrounds, our experiences, what we're made up of, what does a healthy relationship look like well from the bible but then also in our eyes and so yeah. we social media is not does not influence any of that you know um and, and i'm glad i have somebody that's down to earth you know yeah. because we don't have to worry about any of that but i think it's how you define relationship goals you know mm-hmm. so to you darling i'm gonna definitely have to piggyback off of my brother uh andre yeah uh, and then also because this summer I did read Pastor Mike Todd and his wife's relationship goals. You know, that really opened my eyes to a new perspective of, you know, hashtag relationship goals. You make it what you want to be. I cannot look at some celebrity or some person online thinking, oh, that, that's what I want to be, hashtag mm-hmm. this, when reality, like, I don't know the ins and outs of their relationship. It's just a picture. It's, it's just a video yeah. showing I'll happiness. That's um, so, to me, your relationship goal is what you and your partner build it out to become or what yeah. you want it to be. I love that you said you and your partner, and I love that you mentioned the young lady that you're pursuing because a lot of these people or a lot of people that I have seen that talk about relationship goals are doing it by themselves. So it's this is the relationship goal that I have for us. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> this is what I think our life is going to look like together once you come and enter my world instead of the opposite. And it's interesting that um, that you brought up 
the hashtag because I've also seen something else resurface regarding single people with, okay, everybody hold your pearls, clutch them already, because this is going to be pearl clutch worthy, sex toys. Hmm. Oh, yes. Have y'all heard of, what is that one that's going on, the rose? I don't, I don't know if I've seen that. <laughs> Tia, Tia knows the rose. Yes. And so, okay, before I tell you my thoughts, I want to know your thoughts. Do you condone? Do you think it is important or okay for people to use, single people to use sex toys? Single saved people. This is going to be a little controversial, maybe even tricky. Tia, I'm going to pass that to you. <laughs> Give you the assist. I mean... How transparent can he be? I want you to be transparent, but also self-edit as far as your language that you use. Um, Oh, of course. Uh, That has been a battle I have been dealing with, especially this year. Um, And I've, this year and last year, and I came across a, a ministry online that was actually one of the only ministries I've ever heard speak about it. And be like, no, throw that away. Because yeah. all my friends are like, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're still safe. But it was like, no, they're still tempting you and still yeah. making you want that when you're trying to get past it. So what? Yeah, I've been, I haven't had any in so many months or whatever the case may be. But if you still, I don't like to use the word Mm-hmm. But if you're buzz, buzz, I call it buzz buzz. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you're having these impure things happening. So yeah. it has, I honestly will have to say, for me, it has been a battle, an ongoing battle for um, many years where I'll, you know, toss it out. Then I'll, uh, what is it, regress back. Mm-hmm. And I have to go back and forth until I heard this ministry and it was just like, no, honey, no. So for me, I don't think it's a healthy thing to have mm-hmm. because it's going to always tempt that flesh, and you don't need that in your life. Believe me, you don't. Right? It's not even worth. It. Right. And I love that you. I love that you're being transparent because that's honestly what the Rendezvous podcast is about. We're coming together and having a meeting about whatever it is that is going to tie our faith in with our everyday walk. So. Yes, people struggle. Like, Mm -hmm. I know people everywhere. I won't say specifically where. People who are close, people at work, people at church. Like, I know people who struggle. And I'll just say that that's not my struggle. I don't want to go into detail. But it just has never been. But there are people who do have that issue. And I love it when they feel open enough to share. And then I'm just able to give them that real truth on how I get by. And also, I don't even self-pleasure. You know what I mean? Like, that hasn't been a struggle but I'm not don't snap me okay we'll have another podcast on why you shouldn't snap me all right but but just putting it out there that that's something that I don't feel like enough people openly discuss or openly rebuke so to speak because it makes people feel bad like well if I can't with a person then I might as well when really like you said you hit the nail on the head you're still allowing that that part of you that's feeding that appetite to not necessarily to just be suppressed until who knows you might have somebody walk around looking like a toy and you're like you know what 
I think, I think, I think I might just go and have to use a sin token on this one. Oh, man. <laughs> Dre, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, you, you touched on it perfectly. Um, I was going to, and if I may ask, I don't want to put you on the spot, but like go you ahead. said that you had, like you, like basically the coping mechanisms, like do mm-hmm. you have something, you have like a special, what, something that you do? Um, Honestly, it's just never been a desire. Oh, no, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's never been a desire. My desire has always been the actual person, yeah. which is the problem. Oh, you know gotcha. what I mean? Okay, okay. So, but even in that, like, like for years, 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 it was never an issue because to me, I understood that's not what I want. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And for me, it's just, it's pacifying the real issue. The real issue is I want a companion. Mm -hmm. So, and then it would just make me feel even more alone, (laughs) even more alone afterwards. So, yeah. So I get that for some, it's, it's not just the person that they need. They need whatever biologically happens to them during that act, Mm -hmm. but it just never, I just bless God that it's never been something that I even had the appetite for. Yeah. Yeah. Not to say I haven't tried, but it just, Mm -hmm. just, like to the point where I have a friend who purchased one for me. I told her I never have used one ever yes i told her i've never used one ever and she's like you need to get over that eight month guy so i'm gonna get you a toy when i tell you it arrived at my doorstep i opened the package to see what it looked like y'all it was dirty and used (laughs) so i called her and i said this is why god does not want (laughs) me to open this door so he allowed this company who shall not be named to have terrible quality assurance Wow. And have this dirty used thing sent to me. Yep. Absolutely. And she ain't getting her money back. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad that y'all were transparent. Um, but along with the toys, there's also the romanticism that people, I think, desire. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually getting into our segment called Set the Record Straight, which I like to do for every episode. It's kind of like Spitfire rounds. So... We actually um, are going to try to get through these super quick, but I feel like with us, it's going to turn into an actual conversation. So romanticism, is it overrated or underrated? Oh, man, I'm not. I'm, and I'm, and then I'm growing. I'm not a romantic person. Like Really? Well, I guess I, guess I yeah, can see that. You know, I'm just like, I'm that straight, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of like a red in like personalities. Um, but I, but let, I mean, let me answer the question. Let me answer the question. <laughs> was, the question was, is it overrated? Um, or underrated. Yeah, I would, I would say that it, I would say it's, I would say underrated. Underrated. Yeah. Romanticism. Yeah. Interesting. It, I, I guess in my, in, from what I see. Okay. Though, you know, I, yeah. Now, if you're, are we talking, we're just talking strictly social media. We're talking. Then, all together. Have all, you ever seen, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, quantify or clarify, qualify, I guess you could say, why I use the underrated, overrated. Do you all watch Gary Vee? Oh, yeah, of course. So you know how he does the overrated, underrated for like different products and things like that? I haven't seen that one yet. Okay. But. It's, you have to see it. It's an amazing series. And he they yeah. talk about all types of stuff. But you can honestly pick something in the middle. You can say it's perfectly rated. Mm. Yeah. So you can say either overrated, underrated, or perfectly rated, depending on what you think about it. Yeah. I guess I guess I'm, it depends on the idea of it <laughs> or what actually, you know, what yeah. the, the actual term, what it means and what it is. Um, I guess if I'm talking about, I'm, if you go, we go full, full landscape. Yes. Um, then I would say it's overrated in the sense of people think that you have to like let's go valentine's day just passed mm-hmm. people think that buying gifts and doing all these different things is 
makes you romantic or makes right. you know um and i think that's kind of where it's lost where you take a person like me where you know for me it was just like hey you know i think it's the thought and the time and the no understanding the person mm -hmm. that makes the whole romantic you know yeah because um my valentine's day looks like hoodie and you know some <laughs> chill stuff and um she's actually studying for her well i'm not well uh, we'll just put too much in or something she's studying for a test <laughs> yeah she's studying for a test um and and you know she's been working hard in this and that and so romantic evening for her was like hey can I get off this house because I've been studying all day you know yeah. and so me just understanding where she was making her get dressed up in the cold and doing all, nah. you might think that's romantic you might take a nice picture put it on Instagram but yeah. you know so I don't want to rant but yeah I think <laughs> I'm going to go with overrated for that one okay I like okay Tia romanticism overrated underrated uh, I think it's in between yeah it's a perfect balance yeah I, I'm like Dre I'm not a romantic person I like to think from my mind I could be, but then when I'm actually no, no, I'm, in the middle. I, I'm a, I'm like eh, <laughs> really, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm a cheese ball. Yeah. I'm on the opposite. Y'all outnumbered me. I think it's perfectly rated, but I am such a romantic person. Like, such a romantic person. I love surprises. I love doing, like, like small stuff. Like, I just absolutely love it. Oh, heck yes. Oh, yeah. heck yes. Oh, yeah. I just pay my sister. I'm like, hey, what would you do? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, uh, what do you think would be nice in this way? Okay, self-care dates. Overrated, underrated? <sighs> Man, everything is self-care now. Underrated. Underrated, uh, I, I think. I that. agree. I the I correct self-care dates. Okay. Oh, well, the correct yeah. one, yeah. But, I mean, I guess everything is self-care now, though. Really? I, yeah. Because, and you know me, I like to work out, go in the gym all the time, and I just feel like... And, and I have people that come to me that, you know, we, me and my business partner, he also, he creates meal plans and all these different things. And so it's just like every time we catch them, like eating, you know, eating out or doing something like, oh, it's just self-care. <laughs> it's like, no, like <laughs> you have goals. Nah, you're cheating the system, you know? bro. Yeah. And so, I mean, I would say from a standpoint of like every little thing, like anytime you want to do something, it, I'm all for treating yourself, especially if you're working hard. You know, I think that we have, as I would say as millennials, even Gen Z, um, that we're, we're open to doing more for ourselves. You know, back yeah. in the day, it was like, no, work hard, work hard. You know, our parents mm -hmm. had that kind of mindset. But I would say that we are more open to our emotions and feelings. And, you know, we won't get yeah. to therapy and all that stuff. But um, I would say the the self-care as far as, through again, back back through people making excuses to just mm -hmm. do, the, I would say it's overrated. But other than that, I think it's perfectly rated if people are really taking time to take care of themselves. <laughs> Tia. Tia is looking like, mm, come what? on. What do you think? Overrated, <laughs> underrated? I like, I like what he said. But I, I think um, <laughs> I feel like it's underrated. Mm, the appropriate self care, like huh? The appropriate self care, yeah. Yeah, that's why it's still underrated. People making excuses for things you know good and well you're not supposed to do. Mm -hmm. That that's not self care. That's just your that hedonism. <laughs> um, you just consuming. <laughs> But, like, I feel like it's underrated. People not taking care of themselves. They're not loving on them. Yeah, I, get, I, I would, uh, I, would ask, I would ask T, like, what is, because people would say probably about me that I don't, you know, do enough self-care, you know. Really? Um, just from the working standpoint, you know, the hours that I put in. So what would be a, is it a once a week thing I should be, or should, is it like, you know, I'm done working? Like, you know, because, like, you know, I don't really have, like, I'm going 10 o'clock tonight. I don't really have cutoff times. So it's like, <laughs> what does, you know, what's a proper amount look like? 
whatever you want it to be. Who am I to tell you what's your proper amount? Mm, your self care is going to that every day. That's, that's you true. taking an hour or two hours out of your day. You're actually doing it mm, that's good. to someone else. That's hard work. My self care for me is just laying flat and having a moment for myself to just self reflect mm. or grabbing my notebook and my journal and just writing. For me, that's my self care. Or honestly, one of my self care, and to other people, this might sound crazy. Going to the grocery store or a farmer's market is self care for me. Yeah. I love, I love <laughs> looking at food. I, I'm thinking about what I'm going to make when I get home. Because to me, that's self care for me. Because I'll turn off my phone, everything, house, and just start cooking. After I get home, just mm-hmm. start cooking. Because that's self care for me. Yeah. But so you guys definitely have to use it. Yeah, no, that's it's good. whatever that's you good. make it. That's for. so good. My self care is going on drives, going on late night drives. My favorite playlist with nothing else to do. Like all work is done, I don't have to do anything else. Going for a nice long drive with my favorite music. Now that the weather is warmer, I can have my windows down. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's that's all. Let's have a gas efficient car now too. Um, Ford Focus. I mean, future. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's a good. Yeah, I used to have that. Yeah, I used to have one of those. Yeah, I mean, we're not get. Can we cut that out? Do we have to give them play? (laughs) 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 We're not getting paid for those dollars yet. Okay, Tinder, overrated, underrated. Um. When you when you say overrated underrated in this sense, what exactly? <laughs> just break. I know these are powwows. Mm-hmm. Give it to me. Like what is? So the app, the culture around the app, mm-hmm. having somebody at your disposal whenever you want, um, clicking left and right on you know the the culture of Tinder. Okay, I don't overrated, like overrated underrated. I would because I used to be on Tinder. You know, I was on Tinder. I started in college back in two thousand like sixteen. Um, well, when I was graduating from college, I was on it for about I don't know a year, two years or whatever. Um, and I would say that it definitely. I, I didn't like what it did to my 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 mental. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. like that because it's now I'm literally judging you off of your face mm-hmm. that could be real or not real. And so now the I'm like I'm, I was devaluing. Like, how do I yeah. determine your value off of this first picture? Because most of the time you don't even get if you don't make the first picture, you swipe left. Yeah, you know? swipe. I'm a swippity swiper. And so and so I, I really <laughs> when I looked into it, I was like, man, like we're just getting we're, we're getting trained to yeah. like treat pe- people like just you know it's, it's crazy you know. Yeah. And so and like I think objects. that plays into and then that plays and me and my. Me, me and one of my, my one of my friends, business partners that we're building the pursue business, we started talking about it because like we're creating. We talked about how like we got mad because we we're at this mall and a young lady basically was like, "Don't uh, don't look at me, you know, I ain't got my face on." And we're like, "Wait a minute, you're saying that you're not beautiful without, you know, uh-huh. and we're not going go down that road." But <laughs> but but long story short, that story came from, and we had to ask ourselves, "Well, are we pushing women to?" think like that because now we're judging them off you know oh you're you know and so it's a long story but um i'm getting off i'm getting off on tangent no you're fine but i would say that yeah um i I don't know how to answer underrated overrated but i would say that it is training especially on the men's side for them to like not value women for who they are i agree so tia Definitely overrated you can throw every single (laughs) dating app i'm with you high five Girl, I I've tried it. Grosses me out. Oh. I've had a lot of weird experiences on those things. Shockingly enough, I've never been on Tinder. But no, it's overrated, and it does make you feel like meat, or that you're just like mm, no, mm, no. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Like all of a sudden you have all this power to just yeah. be like, eh, bro, bro. Mm. Fun fact though. Mm-hmm. No, it's. You have a fun fact? No. Let's hear your fun fact. What? Well, fun fact about, about Tinder specifically, because that's the only app I was on in 2017. Now, don't judge me, but okay, my but my sister, and my mom asked me to do this, and I went back, and in 2017, I spent over 2,700 dollars on Tinder dates. Really? 2,700. Why would I judge you? Huh? Why would I judge you? I don't know. People are just like, oh my goodness, you go on all these dates and all these things, and but it's just. The, I don't know. Maybe because of the value. I, mean, I feel like that's wasted. You know, I could do it twenty-seven hundred dollars. I mean, that yes. However, if you choose to do something that you know you're spending money to spend time and get to know someone, I mean, if you got it, yeah, get to know people that text you the same <laughs> night and they're like, "Oh, that was a good free meal." You know, somebody texted me that after a date and they text the wrong person. I was, <laughs> and then she had the nerve to add me on Instagram like a year later. I was like, sis. <laughs> I'm cracking up. Yeah, I got a lot. I got a lot of stories. With oh, we'll have to so. have one just on your stories That's, alone. Yeah. Dating nightmares. <laughs> what do you have wait, to say wait, to wait. you? How much money? You heard it. How, how much money was it again? Twenty seven hundred. I mean, I don't know. Not, and that wasn't maybe of course a full year, but that was in two thousand. It was when I was literally active on the app, two thousand seventeen. Yeah. But so. that goes to show that you're actually, your you know. What'd she say? She said, how much was your average date? But I, oh. it could be how I mean, they, the they, average they amount. Vary. I mean, you know, see, and that's the problem, too, because I like sushi. Mm-hmm. I like, so most of the time it was, you know, more higher end places. But, um, but no, I mean, I mean, I, I know now, though. Well, I guess mm-hmm. I'm good now. But mm-hmm. after that, I was like, you know, because in, in my, my, um, my Caucasian friend taught me this because he was like, yeah, he's going on these dates. He's like, oh, yeah, we just grab coffee real quick. Yeah. And I'm like, that is so smart. Yep. Because then it's like, you can make it quick. You better, you know, public, it's just quick. during the day. Like, yeah, you can see them, and, you know. My yeah. only my only successful Tinder date that I ever had was um, at Starbucks. And we really? surely had coffee. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that I was okay with going on a Tinder date with this gentleman was because he was the only one that wasn't weird. Yeah, I, yeah, from the girl's perspective, I have weird. I have heard about you know the oh, men yeah. approach. Yeah, oh yeah, that's a whole nother. Subject. Oh yeah, but there's some good men out because I was on there at one mm-hmm. point. So right, so, yeah, see, there's good men out there. See? Don't, don't judge everybody. I still say throw the app away. <laughs> First of all, I'm trying to have a friendship date with Dre at this point. We need to go out somewhere, friend. right, for sushi or yeah, all the things. Look, she's just trying but to get I'm on vegan. all the good stuff. <laughs> y'all can avocado. go to um, Sweetheart. Sweetheart's pretty good. Like yeah, y'all can go to Sweetheart. Oh. I'm a cheap date. I don't try to break people's pockets. So I'm always like, no, I'll, I, I'm bad. not going to get this. I feel so bad. Me. I really, I'm always like the, the cheap date. I'm like, oh no. Then when I go home, I pig out. <laughs> so, uh, so, so with I'm, all of these, okay, I have, would you say? I'll be good with some tea or coffee. You're right. I'll be so, all right with that. After getting you all's perspective on these things, I want you to do some fill in the blank because you both are satisfied with where you are, right? And that's why you were two important people to have this discussion with. Fill in the blank. I need my partner because. Tricky, tricky, tricky. That's good. I need my that's partner good. because. It is a trick statement. I- I would say I need my partner because she makes me better. Boom. Okay. I like it. Do you need an explanation or are we good with that? Oh, do you want to give an explanation? A brief. 
and I say that because I believe there are, you know, two whole people coming together. Um, and it's like I want somebody who can compliment, you know, compliment me. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I think about and this might be going on a little wrong road, but athletes can be superior. I mean, even Michael Jordan, for example, he had, you know, a coach, somebody who was there to assist, help make it better. It's not relationship wise, but it, but it, but I look at that like, hey, you need somebody who understands you, who can help, yeah. who can look at you. You know, you can look in the mirror and you see yourself some way, but somebody who can come by and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, you do this well, you do this well, but hey, these are some areas that we can work you on. Tweak that a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. so I think that that and that. I like that a lot, Tia. I need my partner because. I mean, I need my partner to build with, build an empire, build a foundation, build a home with, build a family, build a legacy with. So for me, it's either that or I need my partner because I'm I'm tired every winter dusting my car off. That's what I need a partner <laughs> Come for. Come on, okay. And opening up these stars. Like, I need a partner to open these stars, dust off this car. Like, but honestly, I need someone to build with. Yeah. To build. I got this strong, crazy feeling. I'm going off a tangent, this strong, crazy feeling over the summer. And it's like God has said, someone in your lineage is going to change the world. But you mm. can't be so much in a rut to get there. Like how Sarah gave Hagar to mm. Abraham. You can't be in a rush because there's someone in your lineage that you gotta like just wait for in order for this to happen. Mm. So I told my mother literally like this happened this summer but I told her this weekend I said there's someone in my lineage so I cannot mess up. That's why I'm telling these gentlemen no because I know this is not the person I'm supposed to build with. So I need my partner to build all these beautiful things for this for this person in this lineage mm. of I mine. I love that. I love that a lot because I already am um, a generational curse breaker myself and my sister because we have not had kids yet. Wow. And we've surpassed the ages that all the women in our family had kids, whether in wedlock or out of wedlock. And I didn't think nothing of it. I'm like, eh, whatever, you know, I had kids. Yet. You know, maybe, you know, just whatever. But then really understanding and realizing what that means or what that meant for our family now I see that like all the women my age it's the same situation and so I've taken like you said a step back to really see wait outside of just my own life outside of what I'm living as how is this really captivating my family and and you know people watch you whether you know it or not and when I post something or I put something on our family page I'm shocked to see how much they flock like we're rooting for you we're doing this like yeah. oh y'all are actually looking like it really has nothing to do with just me mm -hmm. but even the word says that too mm -hmm. so true or false and then we'll be wrapping this up true or false I have a healthy view of marriage True. 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 Why do you think it's true? Why do you know it's true? I'll let you take it first. <laughs> he gives you all of the hard ones first. <laughs> Out of what personal? Mm -hmm. How I have a healthy view? Yes. I have been so blessed to watch my parents. Uh, my parents have been together for over 34, 35 years, but were I have been married for. 30 plus years you know that was kind of uh, <laughs> as my dad likes to say but um they have been married for 30 plus years and 
watching my mother actually live out that scripture. Mm-hmm. Even when times I'd be like, well, mom, why don't you say something? And she'd be like, he's like, you want to know what submissive is? And I, I watched her. And then I watched my dad soften himself to love her. Even when times when I'd be sending like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> are you sure about this? And I'm like, She's like, I could. She's like, I could tear him down mm. if I wanted to. But what is that? What is that going to do? Mm. So watching them, watching other families who have had failed marriages and seeing where they went wrong and them admitted to it. But watching my parents' marriage has been such a beautiful thing that I know it is possible. Yeah. That I know that marriage is a healthy thing. It is a beautiful thing when it is done right, with the right intentions, right motives, and with the right heart. So, Amen. yeah, this is definitely true. Let's get a hallelujah after uh, no, that. My right goodness. There. Do you have anything to add after that? I mean, I know your parents have a, had a very um, prosperous marriage from they what did. I'm able to see from Beautiful. social media. They did. They did. Um, yeah, this year was going to be 32. 32. Wow. Um, would have been 32. Yeah, but no, they, I mean, she, she said it, you know. Um, and I think it really just comes down to those just really owning those characteristics of mm-hmm. a godly godly husband and a godly wife yeah. and and so i mean like i said because we can watch all these different people but we're not them we're not made up there again i always talk about past experiences you know um you know just things that they went through but at the end of the day if we hold on to those characteristics yeah and we stay true to god's word what it says you know we have something to always go back to we're in alignment i mean yeah you're gonna have bad days yeah we get that but at the end of the day um you know the bad days won't last if we just yeah. we hold on strong so I definitely keep that. Yeah. Okay. It is important to date around. True or false? Um, (laughs) True. True. Let's hear it. Oh, no. Can't hear you. Tia, darling. Wait, start over because we can't hear you. I don't think she can. Can you hear her? I can Dre, you go ahead and start. Okay. Why? True or false? It is important to date around. I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with true also to a certain extent. Um, and why I say that is because I just believe that um, you know, I, I believe you should you gotta I don't know, I believe in being cultured. And I yeah. think when I think about um now it depends how you're dating around, so I don't want this to sound bad. <laughs> I don't want this to come off wrong. But I believe that, you know, if one person does not, you know, again, work, work yeah. out, if it's not the fit, then you should, you can go and, you know, at, at any moment you have the opportunity to be, I always say, become the best version of yourself. And I believe that in a relationship space also, you know, you don't have to settle for anything, you right. know? And so when I think of that idea of dating around, I just think of, you know, you being able to find that the person that's for you, right. you know? So... That's kind of, um, I don't know, that's my that's my idea behind it. I mean, because I don't think that, I mean, I believe that who I am, to be, to be honest, like, and i am got a long way to go, but who I, I am today is because of the different, I mean, the relationships and different experiences mm-hmm. that I've had. And so just me being able to see myself in different lights, you know, I mean, you know, some people always say, you know, um, you know, some people are there for a season of life. And I really believe, yeah. I really believe that, you know, some individuals, because there's been some, 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 some women that I have had to talk to that, I mean, this is going to sound bad, that I had to, because I, the way my heart is set up and everything, some women that I even had to hurt 
to to say to myself, I never want to hurt anybody like that ever right. again. And, that's, right. and, I, and that sucks for that person in that moment who I was back in that day. But it's been like those type of experience or I had to get hurt right. to know that I don't deserve or want that. You know, yeah. so I think that when you go through those different and I, I don't put I don't want anybody. To have <laughs> I want you to have a love that does not require pain first, yes. you know, but but, you know, I would say that um, it's if you're not if you're not satisfied, it's OK. Yeah. And I am on the fence about this one. Okay. I'm on the fence. Um, I think the relationships that I have had in the past did what they were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. But I also think I might have been able to learn what I've learned without them. Mm. You know, because they were, if I look at the core of what I learned from them, um, self-love, I didn't really have to date someone who didn't care two cents about me yeah. to learn that I needed to love myself more. But it did help because then from there, God was able to show me different things that I needed to do. Um, but lately, when there have been people who have tried to pursue me, legit pursue me, mm -hmm. I was able to know right away, no. Yeah. Mm -mm. Like, I don't have to date you to see that this is this will never work. Yeah. You know, and it's been interesting because now that I'm, I'm in that space, it makes it easier if someone is wanting to get to know me to have certain guards up. Like, mm -hmm. no, we don't have to. You don't we don't have to I don't have to necessarily kiss you and I don't want you to kiss me. Yeah. I don't have to go on a date with you. You can come to this event that I'm throwing or whatever. Like I think there are definitely ways that people can support us before going on a date per se. Like you can get to know me by coming to church. Wow. You know? Hmm. But that's not to say that I don't agree with dates. Yeah. I'm on the fence. Yeah, no, I mean I, I see I see that. I see that. Yeah, I'm on the fence. T are you there, doll? I guess. No. Oh, okay. It's okay. We'll maybe get her on the back end, perhaps. So my next true or false, and then we'll get through. My friends support my relationship choices. True or false? Oh, yeah. Most definitely. I Yay. mean, uh, Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> your friends do support your relationship they, choices. They do. They do. And, you know, they have, everybody has their jokes, you know, they have their, their little <laughs> things and things like that. But no, they are, they, they support um, because I think just the, you know, the type of women that I choose to, you know, pursue and things like that, they are, they definitely, um, they definitely, you know, understand like why, because I, because I've never been a person to jump into relationships, right. you know, just to get in them, just to have them. So when I'm serious about something, and I let them know too, yeah. because, you know, you have those guys that be like, oh, let's go out, let's do this and that. And I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm talking to so-and-so yeah. right now. So I'm not putting myself in that predicament. And yeah. then they'll make a joke, but then they'll be like, all right, you know. Right. Like, okay, okay, okay. You know, so I think, it's, you, and I think it's good to have friends like that. Yeah. Do you think it's important to tell your friends when you're talking to somebody? Absolutely. Do you think, okay, this is me asking personal now. I want both of y'all. Now I'm trying to ask so I can gauge my own situation. <laughs> if they do not okay. tell anybody, is that a red flag? Yes. If, oh, if, like my yes. parents didn't tell uh -huh. Absolutely, yes. Tell me, well, don't tell me why. I'm just writing this down. I have a conversation tonight. As a woman, it is a if you have the audacity and the nerve to think you can keep me secret as yeah. loud I am, baby. We don't need to be together. Now, wait, not family, just friends. Friends. Friends? Nope. Okay. Nope. This we don't good. need to. If I can't tell my friends, my there's family, no whoever. See, I like There's to no point. Crazy. I, I'm going to go down the middle with that. Uh -huh. I'm going to go down the middle. And only because I think that, now my family isn't like this, but I know some family members. They do. Oh, sorry. We said friends, but we'll, we'll go the same <laughs> route. Some friends, even friends, though. 
they can get very attached to that person before you even mm. get a chance to get attached to them. So it's like they're already rooting, 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 rooting. Yeah. And then it's like if that does not work out. Then it's now the, what? You know, and there's this void. And there, it's just like a weird feeling. Because sometimes, yeah. I mean, I've seen times where the friends have gotten real, so close where they got the number. And it's like we're not cool no more, but y'all still communicating? Uh, what does that look is that like? Is that, that, that's, a, <laughs> that, that's a problem. I'm not saying it like I, mean, I will do it. I'm just asking. I mean, and, and for me, to be honest, like I, I, I have situations where that, that still happens because it's a business relationship. I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. But I will say that if some everybody can't handle that, you know, mentally, everybody's not there. Yeah. And so if I mean, you got this conversation you have to have with your friend. You yeah. know, if you are hurt and every time that person is communicating with them, this and that. Yeah. Y'all got to see what that looks like. That's you know? a little tricky, tricky. Tia, did you have yeah. something to add there? Madam, about should your friends know every time I am considering a guy my friends know for safety measures mm-hmm. or whatnot. Um, now do they get to meet them that's another level we have to be on a whole different level in order for you to meet my like really meet my friends and to meet my family baby <laughs> I'm and I can honestly count on my hands how many men have actually met my mother and my father? Oh. Yeah, I think one hand, and I've dated a lot. <laughs> and to meet my friend, if you can't even get to the level of meeting my friends, you will never meet. Right, right. You will never meet not the one, the top two guys. You're not right because at that point, so if the, I, the people who are close to me, you gotta, you have to know that if if they are not going to. Um, qualify the connection then of course you're not gonna go to the head absolutely not but I think it's really important to for people to hear both of your perspectives because I can say that I do before I even knew anything about your your statuses you both just seem like you're just satisfied in where you are you're not posting these worrisome you know I'm lonely I want this Um, Tia just hearing you speak last year when we met it was like oh this you do you even want to be in a situation in a relationship but you made it clear yes I do but that when it comes and when I'm happy and 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 ready for it sure go ahead I have to interject because a a lot of people misunderstand my content because I do talk about you know one in a bag I even have a highlight reel called it's called Dear You, but it's actually Dear Future Bay or Dear Future Hubby. Mm-hmm. And one of my guy friends like, that sounds really desperate. I said, no, I'm comfortable in my yeah. singleness that I I love to make people laugh. I absolutely love to make people make others laugh that I can joke about it. So when I sit here and be like, oh, I want a bear, whatnot, it's actually a joke. Because honestly, I'm satisfied in who I am that I can joke about it. I have found joy and my solitude and my singleness. Yeah. So I, I've gotten to the point of making jokes and laughing about it and making mm-hmm. others laugh about it. Um, so, yeah, that. I that's, love yeah. it. And to encourage you, that's exactly what I have seen. Um, from your life I didn't even know you had a highlight reel um, titled that but just from how you carry yourself and what you say you're not really phased at all by being 
by yourself right now and just the confidence you exude dre obviously honestly you're probably too busy to even think about it so when you are really considering somebody you know because you're carving out that time so i think it's yeah keep doing exactly what y'all are doing you're very encouraging and i want you all to shout out anything that you all are doing right now tia is there anything you want people to know about where to find you what they can support you doing or anything like that? Well, right now, my whole focus is being an educator. At this point, I've really uh, just kind of like stuck in with that because this year has been crazy. But you can find me at Nytia Patrice on IG. That's N-Y-T-I-A-T-A-T-R-I-C-E um, on Facebook, Instagram, but I'm I'm just really focusing on my kids this year. My my students are my babies. They're my life. I put a lot of things on the back burner that I've made videos and all sorts of things for because I wanted to just focus on them because if y'all don't know, who has been a rough year for these mm-hmm. students and for these teachers? It's been rough. Yeah. Yeah, kudos to you for doing everything you can to still focus on their education. Um, definitely hats off to you because it is a trying time. I feel like these these last this year has been, oh, so you want to educate, huh? Oh, so you're trying to teach kids. That's what you want to do? We're going to see if you want to do it after this year. <laughs> it's testing your, your gangster. <laughs> and Dre, what can people, where can people find you? What can they support that you're doing? What would you like to highlight from the many, many things that you're doing? Yeah, yeah. So, um, of course, all things motivational Dre on everything social media wise. And um, if I mean, I actually I released I don't know if you saw the motivational Bay hoodies and and things like that. So um, and that's and that actually is going towards our community for for our men. So we're actually partnering up um, and we're going to have like some therapists and different things um, where the men will get access to that for free when they first come into the community. Because, we, like I said, men have to become whole first. And so we want to start with that internal. um, They'll get like a personal analysis. We'll do we got a lot that we're going to be doing for the men. Um, and so um, motivationaldre.com, you can pick up the Motivational Bay hoodie. And this is for couples, too. You know, just not just for single in, um, single individuals, um, for couples and for single individuals. Um, or the link is in my bio on Instagram. So, yeah, I mean, that's it. I don't have anything to, like, you know, really sell or do anything like that. Um, I just really am passionate about helping people. Um, and this year, you know, everything that I'm doing is really impact-driven for, you know, whether it's entrepreneurs or organizations. So. Yay! I'm very excited, y'all. Again, again, again. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Rendezvous Podcast. Saved, single, and satisfied. Thank you, thank <laughs> Hopefully, you. you all have learned a bit about being satisfied and take some tools to be satisfied until Bay comes. <laughs> <laughs>